Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian nutritionist. So on today's episode, we are going to spend some time talking about mental blocks. So we have been in this episode or in the in the last couple episodes really starting to spend some time on mental blocks that get in the way of us achieving our health and wellness goals. And so on today's episode, we are going to talk about um, we're going to talk about comparison and how that hinders our progress when it comes to our health, wellness and self-care goals. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have a free Facebook community, Whole Health Empowerment Project. And basically, this community is for women like you who are interested in, you know, really working on their health goals. In this group, I am really trying to work on being and being present on these Facebook lives. It's something that's very difficult for me to do. And so I want to get to know you and, you know, for you to know me. So I'm going to try to do that. So I would love you to head on over to Whole Health Empowerment Project podcast so that I get to meet you and we can really, really start to talk about some of the things that are impacting your life and perhaps some ways that I can help you or that other women in the group can help you achieve the goals that you desire when it comes to your health. Comparisonitis is something that I think we all know what it is. It's this way that we compare ourselves to someone else. And by doing that, it has an impact on our self-worth. I think with the onslaught of social media, selfies, this whole diet culture pervasiveness, um, it's very easy for us to compare ourselves to other people. I think the problem with when we compare ourselves to others is that sometimes it can be good, right? I feel like sometimes maybe it's motivating, especially if if someone that you know or someone that you've been following has set a health goal and they've been able to achieve it. Well, that's really great. It can it can act as some kind of way perhaps to inspire us, to motivate us to take some kind of action. But it can also have the same effect. It may make you feel like you're not enough it may make you feel like that you are stuck or it might make you feel bad because you haven't achieved the goal that you're trying to do. It can also limit you or hold you back because you're not achieving what you think you should be achieving. So that's why sometimes it can be a mental block is that it can, you know, it can hold us back in achieving the health goals that we desire. Some examples of comparisonitis is like saying things or thinking things when you see somebody. Most people, I feel like women, the big thing is going to be weight. So you're going to see a woman and you're going to be like, ugh, she's so much thinner than me. I don't know what I can do. I wish I looked like that. You're probably pulling apart some part of her body to compare it to your own. In the same manner, you're going to also probably have this feeling of, wow, look at her. She's so much bigger than me. At least I'm not that big. 
because again, weight or body image and body look is usually something that women compare other women to. It could be um, something like she works out more than I do. And so she looks a certain way because of that. Or you might have this feeling of, well, at least I work out more than she does, right? So either way, you're in this place that you're comparing yourself with either someone who you feel is doing more than you or for someone who is doing less than you. And these are the examples of comparison when it comes to health goals. Certainly, comparisonitis extends to all parts of our lives, including you know, what so-and-so's kids look like, what the accomplishments of those kids are, what, what your accomplishment is, what your husband's accomplishment is, what you do for a living, what they do for a living, how you've aged, like it just doesn't end. Some of the things about this comparisonitis that can be really harmful is that especially with social media, it's really hard to know where somebody is at in their journey. And so if you are somebody who is just starting out exercising or you're just starting this health journey and say you're looking to somebody because you admire them, but they've been doing this for five years, right? Well, it's not an apples to apples comparison because that person has five years ahead of you. And so if you are comparing yourself to their journey, it's completely different because you're five years behind them. And so I think that's when comparisonitis becomes really triggering and really detrimental is that for somebody's, you know, somebody is a further, a lot further ahead of you. And, and by the way, you're never going to be the best probably, and you're never going to be the worst. You're always going to be somewhere who's in the middle. And that's the thing with comparisonitis. There's always going to be someone better than you. There's always going to be someone who's worse off than you. And so you know, I think that having all this social media doesn't allow you to recognize that, but that's the reality of, of what it is. One of the things that I think, or let's talk about some of the things that you can do about when it comes to trying to decrease this comparatonitis that we all, that we all do. So essentially, you know, you are probably going to know that this comparatonitis is going to make you feel either better about yourself or worse about yourself. Um, but you know, what I would say to you to try to make that better is to focus on identifying any of the triggers that make it worse for you. So if you find yourself constantly compare yourself to somebody else, really try to figure out what is triggering this. Is it because you're on social media? I suspect that's going to probably be the key for all of us. It's going to be that we're doing it more because we're on social media more. And so we see people who we think we're supposed to look like, and they're doing things that we think that we should be doing too. And so I would say two things when it comes to social media, either, you know, well, I, I would say, you know, really try to figure out and be intentional with the time that you spend on social media. So if you're on there a lot, really try to figure out like, what are you doing? Why are you on there so often? Is it because you are procrastinating and you don't want to do something and you don't want to do the things? And that's just a really easy, mindless way to be present in your life. 
But also, if you are then on social media, really start to focus on accounts that promote body positivity, that promote normalcy when it comes to you know, what a woman looks like and promote self-acceptance and self-love. Some of the things that I say is to search for or to follow influencers that are comfortable in their own skin and that really promote that body positivity. Some of the accounts that I like to follow are um, our body image with Brie. I think there is that I weigh. I, um, and it's like, I think it's like underscore way, W-E-I-G-H. I'll put all this in the show notes too. And then I also love the Bird's Papaya. That's a really body positive um, website. Because I think that as part of this is also normalizing the expectations of what women are supposed to look like. So the first thing is identifying your triggers. And really then just the second thing is trying to figure out if you need to limit or you know, refocus your social media accounts and trying to emphasize this normal body expectations is the third thing of what women look like. And so I think that, you know, we all have this idea when we see these women on social media that we're supposed to look like that. And so then that continues the whole comparisonitis, even though that person might be 20 or 30 years younger than you they may not have kids they may have more free time they may be in a different place emotionally physically just everything so it's not an apples to apples comparison there's things in there that might be different than the life that you're leading today and so it's really this idea of having of it's it's not about like body bashing it's just really normalizing the expectation of what a woman looks like and perhaps even you know following accounts that are more in line with what it is and what it what your life looks like so you know if you are a mom with young kids that's me I follow women that kind of really talk about that and how our bodies have changed you know after having kids if you're somebody who's older you're pre-menopause or maybe you're post-menopause I'm pre-menopause so I also follow those websites because it normalizes what menopause looks like and what is going to be my future and what I'm already experiencing and so really trying to follow accounts that are kind of along the same journey as you are so that you can start to feel like that you're not abnormal and you can stop comparing yourself with someone who's at a different state, whether they're further along in their journey or whether they're not experiencing some of the life changes that you are experiencing at this point. And then lastly, what I would say is to really practice this idea of gratitude. And so I think gratitude is a really great way to refocus and allow you to see um, and acknowledging all the joy that you have in your life. It provides this perspective that something is bigger than us. And I think when we're in this state of really comparing ourselves, at least when I'm in a state of doing that, It's really helpful to kind of like distract myself and to kind of get myself out of it by remembering all the things that I have that are really positive. And this idea of being grateful and practicing gratitude helps really improve our physical and our psychological health. And it also enhances our sense of well-being. 
practicing gratitude or people who practice gratitude consistently tend to have lower feelings of anxiety and depression. And research shows that people who practice gratitude have a greater sense of happiness, clarity, resilience, and overall decreased stress levels. So this practice of being grateful really helps strengthen and maintain the relationship that we have with ourselves, um, the relationships that we have with other people, and it allows us to see how abundant and lucky we are in our life. And so again, you know, women who practice gratitude, they have a greater sense of happiness, contentment, optimism, immunity, and overall decrease risk of anxiety. Practicing gratitude, I think also allows you to acknowledge that you have this really unique gift um, that you've been given and that there's nobody like you in this world. And so it, I don't, you don't want to be like anybody else. You want to be just like you because you're perfect and you are enough just how you are. And so to review what this episode, we talked about comparisonitis. We talked about how you know, comparing yourself to other people has an impact or can have a negative impact when it comes to your self-worth. And we talked about examples of what comparisonitis is of, you know, somebody being thinner than you or being heavier than you, but that you're somewhere in the middle. And that comparisonitis is always going to keep you in this place that you're never good enough, but you're not so bad either. And so it's this way of trying to get out of that and just being more comfortable with who you are. And so the number one thing to help decrease this is really to be intentional with your social media time and your social media accounts that you follow. Because if you're following lots of people who are nothing like you and who aren't in the same life space as you are, it's going to be like comparing apples to oranges. It's not going to be the same. And so also normalizing expectations with other women who are in the same life experience that you are, I think can be really helpful. And then lastly, we talked about practicing gratitude and how the research shows that, you know, being grateful or having some kind of gratitude practice, whether that's something as simple as each day saying what you're grateful for, enhances your physical and psychological health and overall increased sense of well-being. And it will also help you um, start to decrease that amount of comparisonitis that you have because you're a little bit more in tune with what it is that you are doing and, and how unique and wonderful you are and how great it is that you are in this world. So, you know, as this series continues, we will continue to talk about some of the mental blocks that are present. And I want to remind you that, you know, when it comes to comparisonitis, it's you're going to have days when you're going to compare yourself to other people and you're going to have days that you feel more connected to yourself and you're not going to do it so much. But you know, it's going to require you to really figure out what is a trigger for you so that you can stop it and you can be more consistent in who you are and who you're meant to be and your unique gifts that you offer to the world. And so this whole journey into, you know, whole health 
is something that is a total possibility and it's not about being perfect because it's going to be really hard for you to just wake up and be like, I don't want to compare myself every day. So just start where you're at and just work on, you know, finding something or doing something today to to do something positive that you're not comparing yourself. And that might be something as simple as being grateful or, or stating to the universe or whomever you pray to about what you are grateful for today. So um, I want to remind you to be kind to yourself and, you know, and realize what a, a wonderful, unique individual woman you are and how great you are and how lucky all of your friends and family are to have you in their life. So I will see you back here on Thursday and we will continue to talk about the mental health blocks that you, the mental blocks that you have that may be hindering your health progress. I'll see you then.